what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. I'm with the band. Music and interviews you're going to like. This is Chad Austin, and this episode of I'm With The Band, we're featuring Lenore native and singer-songwriter Will Willis. Let's take a listen. My body will tire And as the haze settles in My heart is on fire Blue sky and clover Oh, it covers my dreams this is Chad Austin on The Mesh, and today in the studio we have Will Willis, and you can say hello there. Hello, how are you today? I didn't really segue that very well, did you? Did I? See, I've already got it. may have been my fault. Uh, it was mine, because I, uh, I get my words mixed up when, I, when the camera comes on, I get nervous. Okay, well, don't be nervous. <laughs> We're both me. from Lenore, so no We are both from Lenore. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's start with that. Okay. So you grew up in Lenore? I grew up in Lenore. We... Uh, Moved to Montana in the seventh grade, but just for a year. We got homesick, came back, and then came back and finished out high school and everything in Lenore. And then you went to UNC Wilmington. Went to Wilmington, started playing music, um, finally graduated about seven years later in 2005 and came back after ever, a short stint in Asheville. Did you ever play, um, what was it, the Mad Monk? Too? Mad Monk was out by the time we got there. What was the big place that has the... Uh, you walk in, it used to be in like an old theater. It was the Mad Monk. Oh, really? Yeah, it so, was. But it was gone by the time, I think it turned into a strip club. I met my grandmother there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to edit that out. We can leave that in there. <laughs> but the, honestly, it's uh, pure gold now, I believe. Really? Probably making a little more money than the music scene. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, what about some of the other locations right there off of the, the front? Downtown is where it really goes on. And they've got the whiskey now, um, which is the big venue, the real cafe. They had Mars music. That's the one I could remember. That was kind of the theater setting. I think that's the one I was thinking of. Okay. That's that's in the downtown area. Yeah. I played there 2001. That's a cool venue. It was very, very cool. That was the place we wanted to be. You know, you want to get to the place where you can play Mars. You've got a following if you're there. Well, it wasn't me. It was a girl named Vaughn Penn who's, if you listen to primetime TV, you can't do without hearing her. Oh, I see. She's from Wilmington. Okay. So that's that was the connection there. What had nothing to do with me. A lot of stars in Wilmington, a lot of celebrities, especially. There's a big uh, film industry there. There is. Yeah. Uh, Now, that's a way to get in to the industry. That's right. Now, uh, The label that you are with, which is uh, End of the World Records, are they based, or where are they based? Right out of Lenore. Really? Yeah, they're in the old Catholic church right there off of College Avenue. 
So that's Nathan Pritchard's. That's Nathan Pritchard's spot. And if you've never been in there, you should go. Yes. It's awesome. My mother lives on the other side of the hill. Yes. I, it, I mean, top of the line place to perform and the gear and just all you would ever want in a it, recording studio. It's for awesome. the listeners who don't know, uh, Nathan Pritchard had a band called Blark some years ago, some, some years ago. Right. Uh, but he started the studio in the mid nineties and has outfitted it with all kinds of gear, including antique gear, like, uh, the board that, um, Led Zeppelin recorded, uh, physical graffiti on my favorite band, the police recorded, I think Zenyana Mandata on that same board. That's Not, amazing stuff. Yeah. Have you recorded there? I have recorded there. Was your last album? Mm -hmm. Really? Friends and Foes was the name of it. Right, right. We did. We recorded a lot of it there, a lot of it at the house, you know. But the finishing touches were put on there on that same board. Did you guys use Pro Tools? Uh, yes, use Pro Tools because it was coming from the outside in. Sure. They use radar, I think, and on the inside. Mm -hmm. I think they can. You can pretty much plug up anything you want to there. Uh, do you have recording stuff at your house? I do. Do yeah. you? Or is it uh, Pro Tools there? Pro Tools, yeah. I'm trying to get into reason a little bit because I'm a solo man, um, and for the drums and the bass kind of lines, you know, I've got musicians I play with, but to create all the way around, if they make it real easy to to punch it in and right, just to get that and then bring the live sound in later, just to get it out of my head onto the palette. You know? Sure, sure. Well, uh, let's talk about some of the people that you use when you play live. Okay, because we know some of these people. I didn't. We talked earlier off air, but I want to bring up some of them again. Okay, uh, we talked about Mike Kane, Michael Kane, awesome that, drummer. He moved here probably five or six or seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Is when I met him. Um, just an incredible drummer, jazz and rock style. Uh, he's he, he'll be on the new record we're recording right now. Oh, cool. Yeah, I use him a lot, and when you know the drummers that um, we normally use aren't in town or on another gig, he's he's right there and knows all my stuff. Excellent. Yeah, he's a great guy, Michael Kane. Who else do you use? We're we use it's called Will Willis and Friends or Will Willis and <laughs> Companies. We use a lot of people. Um, there's there's a younger band um, that we've kind of grown up with over the past five years. They used to be called Four People. Now they're called Yada Two. Um, but they have uh, a wonderful drummer. His name's Ben Pennenbacker. These guys are all about 20, 21. What's his last name again? Pennenbacker. Say it again? Pennenbacker. Say it backwards. Pennenbacker, back and pinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Which, an episode uh, of Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> These guys have come leaps and bounds the past three years, and they're cool. all concentrating, working hard, and being great musicians. Uh, some of the other people that we know uh, that are from the Lenore area, we're going to focus on that since that's where you're out of right now. Yeah, that's yeah. where your base is. Uh, folks like Sammy Edmiston. Yep. Sam, I, I've not played much with him, but I know him. He's a great guy. Yeah. Great character. I love good, hanging out Good with him. fella. And he's as goofy as you think that he is. Yes. And yes. I hope he gets to hear me say that about we'll him. We'll make sure he gets this. Yeah. I have some great stories but that, with Sammy, but they have to be off air. Okay. They'll be later. <laughs> or about Sammy. Um, uh, how about Charles Smith? Charles Smith, I know him. Not very familiar with, um, I don't know him that well. I don't hang out with him too much. Charlie is a drummer. He all, he plays, he's got his master's in percussion. And he also plays for the Western Piedmont Symphony. He's a timpani player. I remember seeing him in high school with the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, and it's, what's really funny, I haven't recorded with him in a while. I think we did a couple of years ago. As a matter of fact, he left a bass drum head over at my house and I've lost it. So I owe him a bass drum head somewhere in the, the vicinity. Okay. But, uh, 
he is uh, somebody uh, we both have a big affinity for Peter Gabriel. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, love the textures. Oh gosh. And I get real inspired when I work with Charlie. I've got some great just uh, stuff we could it, the performances from all of us really wasn't quite what you'd want to release, but the energy and the creativity is just through the roof. So that's my ode to Charlie. Uh, Jarrett Carter. Jarrett Carter, awesome. Yeah. I love him to death. He's so friendly and Phenomenal. Every time I come in, you know, and he's playing, come up and play a song, and you know, he's he's wonderful and what a great musician. I know it. He'll just blow you out of the room. Do, now, do the Harris brothers still play around Lenore? Any? A lot. Yeah. Do you know those guys, Reggie and Ryan? Yeah, they're great. Oh, we got so much talent up there in Lenore. Well, why don't we talk about the uh, the scene up there a little bit? Okay. Because I mean, I'm embarrassed to say that I don't know a whole lot about the scene. I know about alibis. Alibis, yeah. And the one location we talked about off here earlier. Um, Sledgehammer Charlie's. Sledgehammers, they, they moved out quite a bit ago from here, but they had a live, live scene. They moved up to Blowing Rock, and uh, the owners of that own the Mellow Mushroom. So I think they've kind of slipped back into the new Mellow Mushroom in Boone. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So they pulled away from the Mellow Mushroom and then tried to start something of their own. And it, I don't know if it didn't quite work out, but they're back into the business, the pizza-making business, <laughs> the wonderful pizza-making business. It, you know. That's where all the dough's at. That's right. <laughs> Especially up there on King Avenue, King Street. That's whatever. right. Uh, what about Sweet Teas? I've heard about it. I know people who have played up there, but I don't know a whole lot about it. Sweet Teas is really cool. It's got a, a very long venue hall um, next to a restaurant, so it's not really incorporated on the restaurant side of things, so it's kind of separated. Uh, it's, it's great. That's where the, the Harris Brothers play and everybody that plays up there. The really big stage, mm -hmm. good crowds, very relaxed. It's got round tables that six people can sit at. What kind of, uh, what kind of crowds are you talking about? Is this a singer-songwriter crowd? It's an everything crowd. You, you have to pull your crowd in. Gotcha. Uh, you know, you're going to get a little bit of that dinner crowd at 6 or 7 o'clock, but it's got to be your people. Gotcha. Which is good, you know. So bands trying to play up there, are they looking to pay – get paid by the door or is there a set fee for bands that get that play there they have a set fee and then you can you know put your jar out and sell your merchandise and gotcha so How, they treat you good well, what about with end of the world records do they set up uh tours are glamorous unless you're really really playing the, the country right or, or maybe i should rephrase that they're not so glamorous unless you're really playing the country and even then it doesn't mean it's the most glamorous thing in the world it just sounds good when you talk it, about it exactly yeah people are jealous of it until they probably get to <laughs> until they find out reality <laughs> quit spilling beer on my monitors man yeah <laughs> <laughs> replace that we didn't make any money tonight so what is what is a will willis tour like uh will willis tour before he got married about a year ago was up and down the east coast a lot of north carolina tennessee kind of regional you know right when we were in wilmington we took off to new york and did that down to florida and really hit the east coast pretty hard um now you know with priorities have changed and all that I'm, we really like to play one or two really good gigs a month whether that be you know in knoxville or Asheville or in lenore that's where our big crowd is so uh we, we stay around we, we love to go back to wilmington still do you when it gets warm and the people get jazzy out that way <laughs> oh the stuff i've heard of yours um I saw on Reverb Nation that it, it actually put you into Americana, but I I hear uh, there's a John Mayerish sound to you, but a, but a scaled back John Mayer, like what he would do when he was acoustic, more or less. Uh, so why don't you tell me what I purposely didn't look this up? I was curious to see what you would say or who you would say your influences are. Influences, uh, 
in the beginning, it would be the Dave Matthews Band. That's what got me started. And you would love our drummer. Really kicking in. It's Carter Beaufort style. Mm-hmm. Okay. This guy, Ben Pennenbacker, Menenbacker, is, <laughs> is heavily influenced. So he's got that really, he's, he's good. Uh, Dave Matthews Band and the Pearl Jam and that whole uh, you know alternative scene, Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really got into Peter Gabriel. I love Peter Gabriel. I got him in, the, in there right now. <laughs> he's so good. What's your, what's your favorite stuff by him? Um, I've got the greatest hits in there right now. Just everything he does. He you mean hits one and two? Yes. Yeah. He just speaks the truth, and that's, I think, what we're all looking for. Uh, I checked into, are you familiar with the TED conferences? I am not. Uh, it's technical, technical engineering and design. They're inspirational con- uh, conferences. You, uh, the speakers get up. Even the keynote speakers only get 18 minutes. Okay. And it's worldwide uh, audience. It's great uh, inspirational stuff to watch. We're actually having a TEDx conference here, or a TEDx a conference isn't really the right word. But it's a TEDx uh, event. Okay. So we're having a small-scale version of it here in a couple of weeks, April 21st. But the point is is that uh, I was looking to go to the big one in San Francisco. Okay. But unfortunately, the tickets are $7,500. Yeah. But you could be sitting beside Peter Gabriel because he goes to that one. I see. Uh, that was the whole reason why I wanted to go to it, just to see. Well, I wanted to see the, the conference, too. But, yeah. So how about um, the Last Temptation of Christ album? Amazing. Amazing all the way back. It doesn't matter what you put in with him. He's that that album resonates with me because it's uh, he started a whole genre of music just from that one record. World beat music came from that he's, album. He's so in the pocket of realness and truth. That's right. That it's it's just. I mean, you can't deny that. And it comes through musically and through his person. Yep. Every time you see him on the TED conference or on an That's, interview or something. His light's just shining through this guy. I know it. It's hard to deny. And he's working on a new album. I know. <laughs> Didn't he just do like a 3D concert? Or? He did. It was of the uh, the instrumental, oh, not the instrumental, but the classical music playing his, his hits. Kind of oh. what Sting did, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And then and, he had uh, Scratch My Back, the cover tunes. Yep. With the, with the orchestra. What was the orchestra's name? Something Blood Orchestra. New, new Moon? No, uh, New Blood. New Blood or that was great. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I loved. I love everything he does. Well, that that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, let's uh, let's hear a song that you feel is the, of yours that is that you got your inspiration from from Peter Gabriel. Can you do one for us like that? Absolutely. All right. So this is uh, the Peter Gabriel tune that we're talking about. That he influences a lot of my music, and the reason so is because I think he speaks a lot about the truth and uh, kind of breaking down the barriers, seeing through the walls, and looking for the light. So this song is called The Marionette, and it's kind of about how we're playing around down here. We need to cut our strings off and rise on up here. Thank you. 
inspire you time. 
We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Find out more at themesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. This episode's playlist, we have an artist from outside of the country named Gautier and his hit smash, Somebody I Used to Know. It's taken the world by storm, 125 million hits on YouTube. Go take a listen. artist that you think should be on I'm With The Band, please drop us a line at the voicemail line, 828-619-0048. Before we get back into our interview with Will Willis, uh, we're going to give out the iPad code, the very last code of the contest, and it is LAST9603. That's LAST, like last place, L-A-S-T, Nine six zero three, and now back to our long distance dedication. <laughs> All right, <laughs> hey Will, <laughs> does anybody do the Will Wheaton thing at all to you? Never that free Willy. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's see, like if you're at the bank, Will, uh, what's your name? Uh, Will Willis. Uh, what's your last name? Willis. What's your first name? Will. You know, it's kind of the <laughs> what's your the icebreaker. You know, <laughs> what's your middle name? Duck. Okay, uh, let's talk about the uh, the record company. Yeah, let's uh, We have another fellow uh, friend on there, Chris Church. And Chris he, is a great friend of mine, yeah. And he's signed to the same label? Yep, End of the World Records, yes. He put out a great, great record with him. Uh, I cannot think of, I will think of the name of it here in just a moment, but it's my favorite from him. Hmm. I just heard one of his tunes called Inspiration on 100.1 the other night. Oh, really? jazzed up, yeah. I've uh, I've got his uh, Flat Earth stuff, which is the early 90s, back kind of the Pearl Jam days. Yeah. Uh, it's an album called Precipice that I listen to still to this day. He might be interested in hearing that somebody still loves that music. A little trio that he used to be in. Um, he was also in uh, uh, Junk Flower, too, which has other friends of mine in a small world. <laughs> now, you got any upcoming dates? We're playing Sweet Teas this Friday. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess that's the 30th. We're playing from 6.30 to 9.30 or so. So you mean like two days? Yeah. So by the time people listen to this, that probably has already come and gone? It's going up really? Come out tonight to the show, downtown Lenore. Well, that's neat how y'all can do that. Yeah, that's that's good. I didn't come last week. Ah, good. (laughs) (laughs) So what was the time again? It's 6.30 to 9.30 this Friday night. So you do like an hour 15, an hour 15? Yeah, we'll probably do something like that or have a real slow set right in between just solo stuff. Is it all original? Most of it. What kind of cover tunes are you doing? Peter Gabriel, right? Yeah. Are you really? Really? Yeah. Excellent. You got to put that one in there. 
Absolutely. <laughs> and then we're doing, I got a little Neil Young, Harvest Moon. Really? Yeah. I played that for my mother's uh, wedding when she got remarried. Love that song. That's yeah, a cool Neil tune. Young. I love Bob Dylan, but I'll take Neil Young as far as put it in CD player. Right. Um, other, other, we do like a, a Coldplay tune, Sparks. Really? From the Parachutes record. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. We've got maybe one or two more. Oh, Come Together, The Beatles. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Trying to get some good covers, a little variety in there. Right. Yeah. And uh, what kind of instrumentation are you using for this show? Uh, we're we're doing, treating this one a little different. Uh, we're going to start off real slow. I'm going to start off solo. Then i got a really good uh, mandolin player that's going to come and join me for mm. three or four songs. His name's Brandon Johnson. Goes up to App State. He, I kind of taught him a few things five years ago, and he blossomed out. So... We're going to do that, um, and then this goes to a trio. My wife, Sabina, actually plays tenor saxophone. Really? Yeah. So we, we've kind of been writing a whole lot here over the past year, two years or so. Um, so she's going to join us, so it's going to work up to a seven-people kind of bash at the end. Oh, that's so awesome. We're just going to kind of build it up, maybe have another little slow set in the middle or take a break. We haven't quite figured that out yet, and then blast it out for that last set. How many, uh, how many people can uh, Sweet Teas hold? Sweet Teas could do about, in the, the music playing side of things, probably about a 200, 150, 200 if the tables were out of there. Oh, that's good. But i say if we, 50 or 60 people would look packed out. Are you into recording your, your shows? We do. We have, we have done that. It just depends on where we are, if the sound's good in the room, if we have you know, the crew to, to actually handle that for us and everything. Right. Yeah. It's kind of, this is our first show in a while, so we're just going to keep it real simple. Well, do that. since uh, since you guys only play several shows a month, which is uh, still better than a lot of bands do, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what does that mean towards income for during the day? That means you get a day job, forty hours a week. So, yeah. what is your forty hour a week day job? Actually, I'm getting ready to teach a community or community service um, <laughs> customer, <laughs> customer service class at the community college, Carl oh. Community College. Just, I've spent about a year in a call center last year, which was not good for me. But uh, I know a whole lot about it, and uh, they're taking that on board. It's called the Call Center Institute, and I've developed the program. I'm going to be teaching people whether they want to do that or not before right. they do go down that road, the people who might be interested in doing that. So you're teaching them to realize that you're going to be the, the subject of anger for a lot of people sometimes. Yes, and see if they can handle that before they go down that road as far as the profession. Right. It wasn't for me, but there's a lot of people that it's really, really good for and it's something I know a lot about now. Customer service is kind of my background. Hmm. Uh, and when I went to Wilmington, I got the tourism leisure service management degree, which is managing hotels and right. you know restaurants and stuff like that. So that's kind of my field outside. If I have to do something other than music, I guess it's going to be doing that, making people happy. Do you regret living in Lenore as opposed to somewhere like Charlotte where there's a little bit more places like the Evening Muse that kind of caters to what you might do? Uh, not really. We can go to the Evening Muse, no problem. I love that place, by the way. Yeah, I do too. It's nice. Yeah, it is cool. It's and a really good... geared towards the songwriter. It is. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been there a couple of times with some uh, songwriter outfits that I've been a part of. Uh, they got a really good-sounding stage. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's like sand-filled. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it, it you don't get that boominess from a, a, a lot of stages that are built with plywood. Cool people and just real quaint and small. Got the artwork yeah. on the walls. Real sweet. Yeah, that's a neat place. But Lenore's a good place. You know, my family's there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I struggled with that. I had plenty of opportunities to go to other big towns or whatever. Not to play music, but just to go. I was free man, you know. Sure. 
but um, I just feel good there. It's a nice little home base to always come back to, and these venues, you can go to them, and, you know, these big cities, you can go to them, but I don't think I'd want to, I'm a want to live in the country kind of guy. Right. Yeah. So where are you located? Where do you live at now? Happy Valley. Oh, really? Yeah. Out on the Patterson School property. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. Yep. Got a lot of good. is free in the field, you know. If our uh, <laughs> listeners don't know that I'm from that area too and have a lot of fond memories out that way. I'm sure you do. Some I don't remember. I bet not. <laughs> but we can't talk about that on the air. <laughs> oh, I just meant that I slept a lot and I don't remember anything. In the cornfields. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, can you uh, can you play us another one? I would be happy to. Well, good. I want you to have a happy face when you do it. Okay. <laughs> well, Will, we appreciate you coming in today. It's been a pleasure uh, meeting you. No, the same to you. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, you're welcome. Well, yeah. I wish you luck Friday night, and uh, let's hear what you got. Well, this song here is called Glowing in the Dark, and um, I met my wife oh, about two and a half years ago and fell in love instantaneously and uh, wrote this little song for her, and it's about uh, them sparks. <clears throat> Oh. 
went out chasing them shooting stars. And I suppose we got too close, got too close, cause they set us on been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.